Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from our youth and see how it stands up. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we're watching the Animorphs from the Nickelodeon. Uh, we sure are watching that today. <laughs> Today's episode is, uh, it's not exactly a clip show. Do you remember in Civil War when Tony Stark um, creates Barf and he watches the last time he hung out with his parents? <laughs> it's like that, but not as good. I mean, not good. <laughs> the basic premise... They never de-age uh, Tobias because he's already a teen. Right. The basic premise seems to be that they have a DVD player that you can see your memories in. <laughs> yeah. What it, episode is this called, Sky? Tobias. It's uh, it's one of the episodes. Don't worry about watching it. It's episode one of season two. Entitled Tobias. It, yeah. Don't Don't... Don't. In our random episode generator, this is what came <laughs> up. Do you want to just get into this thing? Yeah. Right. It seems to be 7.43 in the morning. Which is a weird time to set your alarm clock. But Unless what? he has some sort of weird OCD that it always has to be an odd number. Uh, and we open up and Tobias is a human. And his aunt is yelling at him and calling him Toby. Which is a kind of loving nickname. Uh, yeah. And he's got a pretty nice room. The whole thing with Tobias in the book is that his, nobody liked him. Is this his room, though? I thought it was his room until we saw the wreath hanging on the wall, and maybe it's just, like, an extra room in his aunt's house that she's got stuff in. I suppose that's possible. He is allegedly new in town. Yeah. Aunt whatever wakes up Tobias, and he gets up, and, and we get new credits because this is a part of a season two. And a lot of it's real unimportant parts or really weird out-of-context points, like when Buster 3 gets smashed in the face with an oatmeal balloon. Well, not a lot happened in the last season, so you have to make a montage out of nothing. And it's <laughs> and it's not our favorite song anymore. It's Jake explaining the show uh, over it's an no instrumental. in our hands. It, yeah, well, I mean, the instrumental of that song is still happening. <laughs> don't worry. But... Yeah. But we don't get the lyrics that I misheard for a very long time and that you love should i change our theme song <laughs> to jake explaining what it, you want me to explain what our show is <laughs> yeah we get back from the credits and x and tobias are uh kneeling next to a creek or something so weird and x has a dvd player from like a, a traveling dvd player and he starts explaining to Tobias what it is. I forget what he calls it. It's like d- something debt tech or a, a debt tech, de- yeah, something like that. A um, tech deck. Yeah, that's and, it. Um, but you haven't lived until you've seen a a grown up man show a hawk a DVD player. <laughs> it's super weird. Apparently, this device is capable of collating your memories out of nothing and showing them to you on a screen. Perhaps the episode that we we've skipped um, will explain why he has this technology. But I don't probably think so. not. Yeah. I think that was way earlier. He didn't have to do any programming. He didn't have to connect Tobias to it at all. It's just you well, got to be in proximity. And maybe he already did. Maybe somebody's... maybe he put a feather inside of it so it knew. We just didn't see that part. So, so feathers contain memories? Well, no. It, it you If you were a person, you'd probably put a hair or something in it. So it's You're... linked to your... <laughs> To your essence. Your memories are not stored in hairs. Sky, no, you're not understanding. It, it The hair is so it knows who it's to to steal memories from. <laughs> not that they're stored in there. Your memories are stored in your tears. Watch a Harry Potter book. <laughs> Those weren't tears. It, it was neither liquid nor gas, Jake. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. But this yes, this uh, episode has left me uh, empty, sad, and confused. <laughs> 
But Axe is pensive. Um, it turns out when you close the DVD player, it will suck your brain into it so you can see the memories in full 3D immersion. And that's when it full-on becomes the barf. Yeah. Like, they, they've gone straight into the Matrix without having to do anything. This seems like an incredibly advanced thing that he made out of a DVD player and bits from Radio Shack and other garbage. But, you know, don't think about it. It's fine. I mean, that's that's the thesis of this show. It's just don't think about it. Don't, don't analyze it. And it's don't fine. expect anyone to morph. <laughs> so, Tobias is understandably frust- or flustered that they're suddenly in a black room. And he's like, Axe, what? 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 And he Axe is just like, yeah, now we're going to see everything in 3D. wonder how often that bird shit on everyone. <laughs> Probably constantly. Uh, maybe. Uh, but then, so they remember it's, uh, or Tobias starts remembering. Yeah, the, the room was black because Tobias wasn't remembering. Yeah. So Tobias decides to think about his first day of school, which means his first day at this school, and yeah. somebody knocks his books out of his hands because he's a nerd or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he just starts walking around holding a slip of paper that's supposed to have his locker on it, I guess. And instead of looking for that locker number, he just picks one randomly that, uh... Now he looks at the locker number. Maybe they just have poorly numbered lockers here. There's two locker 11s. Well, I mean, they do go down a floor, so maybe that is correct. I don't know. Maybe this is two eleven and needs one eleven. I don't know. But his, still, his... he, did, he didn't do it right. That's no. That's what I'm saying. And there's a, there's a boy whose locker is open blocking the one he wants to get into. He's a senior. And he hates new kids. And underclassmen, I guess. Yeah. Don't you hate new kids, Sky? Did Our school didn't have senior lockers. It was just no. it went alphabetically. Yeah. And then whatever one was open. Yeah. Um, Is that a thing that other schools did? I don't Anyone? know. We had the same locker for four years. Yeah. Until you stopped using yours and just kept all your shit in the pub room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy who hassles Tobias definitely voted for Trump, though. <laughs> no, he uh, got into a drag race and he crashed his car and he's dead now. That's right. He would have voted for Trump. There it is. Do you think we uh, see two memories with Rachel in them and she's wearing white in both of them? Do you think that's deliberate on the part of the show that they're like, this is Tobias's memory. Put Rachel in white to to emphasize her like angelic position in his brain. Or do you think it's just a coincidence? That's an awful lot of forethought um, and deeper meaning behind what's happening. You I'm don't, not going to say it's impossible. You don't think this show is, is capable of such a thing? I don't, I don't think they would have, no. But yeah, it, it is Rachel who pops over and uh, saves the day because it looks like senior guy is going to try and punch Tobias or whatever. Rightfully so, because Tobias is new. <laughs> and he was looking at the wrong locker. Yeah. He interrupted his conversation with that random girl. Who doesn't get any lines. Uh, and she immediately takes a liking to him and leads him to the correct locker, which is next to hers. And then Tobias tries to open it without putting in a combination. Although there, there doesn't seem to be yeah. a combination lock. Why even have lockers then? But It was the 90s. <laughs> we still had locks on our lockers. We didn't go to high school in the 90s, Sky. In junior high we had locks. Yeah, and lockers. that was junior high. You can't trust the junior high kid. <laughs> can't trust anyone everyone's a dick that's true oh it's he's it was locker seven. Oh, he was just wrong yeah. and complete 
Uh, but Rachel opens his locker for him because he can't do it. Because she's super buff. <laughs> Tiny girl. She She's like a solid six inches shorter than him, but she opens the lock for him. Uh, and then it just ends. Like, it goes dark, and Tobias is like, what's happening? And X is like, it's my turn! Yeah. I Sorry, I started remembering something over the top of your remembering. X does not remember him. He doesn't go back to a memory of his home planet or, you know, being on the, the ship or anything relevant, he remembers Cassie coming into the barn and helping him with a sweater. Yeah, and dressing him for the first time, I guess. She asks him if he's okay in Jake's clothes, but we know that he morphed his own clothes the first time he morphed into a human. Well, maybe you can only, like, create one set of clothes. So he's got one DNA. outfit. He needs so to acquire more clothes DNA. So when he takes that outfit off and washes it, like, what happens? I choose not to think about it. Okay. But... Yeah, so Cassie comes in, and she found a leather jacket for Axe, and he puts it on, and then the weirdest shit happens, where, uh, like, there's this weird 50s-style music playing, Yeah, as though it's triggered by this greaser I mean, it sounds like it could be, like, interlude music for Grease. Yeah, and then he finds a 10 in the pocket, and then he goes out for a malt or something. But it's implied he doesn't understand food yet, so I don't know what he thinks, he, like, what's happening. He sees the $10 and is is inspired by it for some reason, even though he has no concept of what it is. Yeah, he and he walks like a mental patient. He can't walk. Not even a mental patient, they know how to walk. He walks like someone who's... Like, who normally has four legs. Well, yeah, but... I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's, up and, it's top to bottom weird. It's so weird. But he wanders off, and Cassie doesn't notice him leave the barn, and then he just finds a highway or something? I guess so. And luckily there's a cab going by. Yeah. And it says Yellow Cab Company, but the cab is painted orange, and I hate that. Um, but the guy's like, get into the car. Axe has a fundamental understanding of doors. Yeah, he just he can't do it. Because he's waiting for the airlock. <laughs> or something. Uh, so he gets in the cab... And the cab drives off. Yep. And brings him to the mall, I guess. I think X says, take me to where there are people like me or yeah. something. Yeah, so he takes him to the mall. And I'm surprised he doesn't take him to that mental institution that <laughs> this town is famous for. <laughs> I think you mean to say asylum. Yeah, that's it. it was uh, institution. And good news, the cabbie is wearing a cabbie hat. That is true. So the, the, the X just tries to walk into the mall, and then the cabbie's like, give me money for the ride that I gave that's you. That's how you get your fucking shins broken. I mean, he's not from here, so it's okay. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, this cabbie should definitely, like, take the hint that this kid's not quite right. Right. Um, also, X knew enough to give him that 10? Even though he, I don't know, doesn't understand money. He told him to dig in his pocket, so I guess he understands what pockets are, and he knew he had something in his pocket. Yeah. And then the guy, like, he walks away without getting, it was only $6, so the guy's like, what do you, your change? And X is like, change into what? I wish he had morphed right there and then. <laughs> it would have been better. Uh, and then he walks into the thing. What is in mall. his pocket? Four dollars. No, it, there was like he was. There was something in it, like jabbing his shirt up towards his coat. And now it's it's not in his pocket anymore. I don't know. His tail, maybe. I, he's a person. <laughs> You're a person. So Axe wanders into the weird internet cafe thing that we finally get a name for. It's called Siberia. Yeah, but with a C Y because because cyber, and yeah. he starts. Uh, I don't know, accosting the randoms in there and just trying to strike up conversations like that awkward guy. 
I mean, it being called Siberia doesn't give us like a huge hint as to what it actually is. Yeah, but now I have a name to call it instead of just you know that place uh, where things of, are painted weirdly a series green. Series of adjectives. Um, but he walks up to some guy eventually who's playing Beast Wars, and Axe has a problem with the uh, the object of the game because he can't do all the things that you're saying you're doing with only the six buttons. Uh, because he's been on an actual star cruiser and even though the guy playing the game walks his character off of the edge of a cliff uh, he blames axe for losing i mean the teenagers in this town are full-on pricks <laughs> they, want, they just wrong. want to fight oh and then tobias <laughs> accidentally starts remembering over the top of his remembering so we are three memories deep we've incepted completely <laughs> and tobias is thinking about the time elfengor gave them the morphing power and he misremembers the, the the disc because he was much closer and there was wind in his face now. He's like, give me the disc! And Elfengor doesn't just huck it over his head. I mean, I could understand misremembering all of that on account of it was scary and a lot happened. Well, sure, but they didn't do that whole scene in a brightly lit, windy room. Full of fog. Right. Um, but Axe gets freaked out at seeing Elfengor and he pulls them out of the, the Inception without having to do a kick. Uh, and they're still just there by the creek. You know a lot about Inception. I appreciate that. I saw it the one time. I've only seen it once, too, but I don't know anything <laughs> That's about it. That's all you need. It wasn't very good. Um, so they, they still... They, I don't know, they, they've got the, the device, and they're like, I know I freaked out for a moment, but let's just jump right back in. It's fine. And, and Tobias remembers the time he ran away from everybody. Yeah, we get to find out what happened when spooked. he ran away. Because that's his shtick. He loves running away. It's true. The moment he gets spooked, he runs away like a squirrel. He should have got stuck at a squirrel morph. He's like, everyone morphed and it spooked me. (laughs) Though these trees look further away from Cassie's barn. Yeah, he was just like eight feet away in the first episode. Although, again, he's just remembering that he ran super far away, I guess. You'd think he would remember himself acting more heroically. (laughs) Oh, no, he knows he's a coward. (laughs) He just remembers himself as more of a coward than he actually was, probably. He does correctly remember how sweaty he was. Yeah, well, and his cool, was, was cool 90s sweaty. haircut. Yeah. Even and though he's been a hawk for so long. <laughs> so he runs home, and then his aunt is uh, talking about him on the phone. Th- Near a vent. <laughs> and she, she calls him a big kid. Yeah. She, he won't let me call him Toby anymore. So she's he won't he won't let her call him Toby. So she's gonna ship him off to his uncle's house. That's right. It's Toby or nothing, idiot. <laughs> it's Toby or the hideaway. So Tobias goes to Siberia and he's playing the the Beast Wars game because that's the only game they have, or at least the only game they have the rights to. Yeah. And he gets up in the middle of it and walks away to a different computer console to. I don't know, check his email? Look at porn? I don't know what the fuck's happening. Cry. Uh, all the, well, that that's just implied. Uh, but then some uh, some wise old man walks up. A kindly old black gentleman. Who has the same sort of facial structure as Morgan Freeman. And sort of the same uh, cadence. vocal cadence, yeah. Uh, this guy is not sexually harassing anyone, though. It's so. true. He does not have the, the voice, either. He's just uh, a kindly old gentleman who walks over and starts talking to a teen who's looking distressed but he's dressed so nondescriptly that you're not sure what his deal yeah, he's is he's just in a, in a gray polo shirt and like some brown pants he could be a janitor he could be the owner he could be homeless 
it never comes up and will not be explained. So don't worry about it. So he starts talking to Tobias and he's like, you look like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. And Tobias is like, well, I have to save the world. And the guy's not like, <laughs> teens. He starts uh, like addressing that issue. He's like, well, you know, if you had help, you wouldn't have to do it by yourself. And Tobias is like, yeah, probably. If it was a better show, I'd be like, well, the man's speaking in metaphors to relate to this teenager, but I don't yeah. know what's happening. It seems like he's all in on that I'm saving the world mention. Where he's like, oh, uh, an alien gave you the power to morph? Totally get it. Yeah, You should go do that. You got friends, you got a hot one you got a crush on? Go go get that, man. Just don't get stuck as a hawk. (laughs) It's useful, but not that much. Not the way we're playing it here. Oh, and then we find out that this old man's name is Fred towards the end here. He calls himself Fred. Yeah, and he's like, if you don't go and deal with this, you're just going to end up coming back here all the time. But it seems like a sweet deal, because you get to use the internet and get food and stuff for free, so... Yeah. Also, even after he uh, goes to hang out with his friends, they end up back here all the time. That's true. That's that's one of the three sets we have, so... Yeah. One of them's a park. <laughs> a park, a barn, and a cyber cafe. <laughs> so... After this pep talk, Fred's just like, you have to save the world. And then he finger guns at, at Tobias, and then he's just, just gone from the earth. <laughs> As though he never was, and never will be again. So this show has ghosts now. Ghosts, or gods, or robots, what can hide themselves in holograms. That one seems the least likely. Yeah, potentially. But Tobias runs back out to the woods. and yeah, just will do. Because <laughs> he got spooked again, because the guy disappeared. Because there was a ghost. And he tries to morph a bird, and he really struggles with it. It's as though maybe he knows he's going to get trapped as a bird. You don't have to make the shape of a wing with your hand if you're going to morph. You don't even really need to move your arms out. It's just going to happen. Right? You also don't have to squat down. Well, in the show you do. Oh, yeah. But he, he like, morphs his hands into wings, and then he freaks out and reverses it. Because, you know, because it... Cause a coward, and then it, then he just goes full hawk, and then he's a picture that slowly transforms <laughs> into a screeching hawk. And then he flies and talks about how, and he... then a fucking song comes on. Oh yeah, that I'm pretty sure is performed by Brooke Nevin. You're just about, making that about up. flying by a bird or flying as a bird of prey and stuff. There is no proof other than Sky thinks a girl singing it she sounds like she her. sounds like Rachel. You don't know what her singing voice sounds like. I I said I'm pretty sure. It's Rachel. I don't think Rachel is singing this song. You don't know that she's not. I guess that's true. I guess we could pay attention to the credits. Nah. but So he flies around to this ballad. <laughs> and Tobias starts narrating eventually. He's like, oh, I'm a hawk, and now I know I can make a difference. So, the hawk's not the most useful morph you could have there, man. Right? Uh, I mean, it's got a lot of thing. It's got a lot of uses, but like, it doesn't have thumbs, so you're going to be defeated by like doors and stuff. <laughs> He eventually morphs out, and he's just on a street with some books, and Rachel comes up to him, and they start talking again. It was after that time that he saved them? I, 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 or something? I don't know which time they're referring to. Did he save them? Uh, I mean, he was there sometimes. Was it when the cat well, situation? It might have been when, yeah, when she was trapped in that kitty carrier. Or did he, was he already a hawk then? I don't know. When did he become a hawk? Eventually. Did this even happen, or is he just remembering it different? Well, we find out later that he can just create shit, so maybe this never happened at all. But they talk about being Animorphs, 
and Tobias is shocked that she mentioned that maybe she didn't want to do this. Uh, and I'm a little surprised to hear that too because she's always all in about murder yep. and stuff. You're you're doing too much of remembering things from the books. <laughs> That's you know, really it's very well documented. Not in this. Clearly. In this show, she goes to gymnastics camp, and that's all we know about her. <laughs> oh, and that I think her parents are divorced in this. She does not have a crocodile allergy. Or maybe she does, and we just don't find out. That's true. And I don't think she's addicted to drugs. <laughs> I don't think. Well, she morphed a couple of times, so that'll flush it out of the system. So, so you got to do extra. It's like how much Wolverine has to drink to get drunk. Well, no, because it'll be more like you've never done anything. Oh. So like even like drinking a soda will burn your mouth. Why is soda burning your mouth? Because of the bubbles. I'm going to take that Sprite from you. <laughs> Seems Look, too dangerous. Remember when I had like that palate expander? No. When I had braces? No. Well, I did. And there was parts of my the roof of my mouth that were completely covered by that piece of plastic for like a year or whatever, however long I had it. And when I drank a soda, the first time it came out, it burned like you wouldn't it, believe. It hurt your tufos. Well, no, it hurt the roof of my mouth. Because it hadn't been exposed to anything. So I imagine it'll be like that. What a weird, so, wonderful life you've led. <laughs> so, and then Axe starts remembering again. Yeah. Uh, after Tobias leaves Rachel, we cut back to Axe, who... Uh, the guy whose game he helped lose at Siberia throws him into some garbage. And then the cabbie guy was driving behind the, the mall and found him again. He had just dropped off his hooker. <laughs> and he's like, I'm back on duty, man. By dropped off, you mean murdered? Yeah. She's in that trunk. And then it seems as though he's just picking him up out of the goodness of his heart because he got beaten up. Yeah. But nope. Um, he just kicks him out of the cab after he drives him into the woods. And he says, this is as far as four bucks will get you. So he knows he only has four dollars. Well, he handed him at least four dollars. Right, but he was at the mall. <laughs> Could have spent that four dollars. Yeah. So Axe wanders over to this lady. She called him over and offered him ice cream. And X spends the entire time of her preparing it, like, looking around awkwardly and, and smelling yeah, the lid of... Smelling the cart. And she's not like, oh, I see that you probably are on the spectrum. She's like, oh, you're cute, so you can have this for free. And Tobias is, like, talking about how that girl's flirting with him. Um, first of all, no girl's ever flirted with Tobias, so he doesn't <laughs> know what it looks like. And second, there's no way she watched him smell the lid of that thing and then was like... This guy. I want to be romantically involved with this guy. She gave him free ice cream because she felt sorry for him and is friendly. Yes. Um, so, apparently, Axe tries to put the ice cream on his shoe because he remembers eating through his feet, but he doesn't realize that he can't touch his feet through the shoe. And also, that's not how humans work. To You've be seen fair, how humans work. To be fair, he when he morphed, he was wearing shoes, so he doesn't know they're not part of his feet. I guess that's fair. Uh, but he he smashes the ice cream on his face. He doesn't even smash it. He just gently touches it. Uh, he's it's really right. it's, it's more, more of a awkward. Yeah, I'd but, say smashing it would be more. So he, he he sees a dog. He drops the ice cream, and then like the next scene is the dog running away and some lady yelling sugar at it. I guess that's the name of the dog. That's not a great name for a dog. It's an all right name for a dog. And sugar. Then, and then the dog pops out of the forest again and it's got a stick. So somehow acts was able to demorph, acquire that dog, and become that dog, and then run away without anyone at this very populated park noticing. Now the show has two dogs. <laughs> two dogs. Sugar and Homer. One of them's a collie. 
Uh, and then Cassie comes into the barn to check on him, and luckily the dog snuck in right before her, and he demorphed and remorphed into human in enough time to not raise suspicion with Cassie. So she, so he could lie to her. That's right. I don't understand why any of this was necessary. Also, X, what the fuck are you doing? You you don't have enough experience. You shouldn't be off wandering around in the world, but whatever. It's fine. Well, he had $10. He found $10, and then <laughs> in the spur of the moment left. So we cut black. Nope. We cut back to the black room and Tobias says a person is there and Tobias says a hawk is there. And Axe is like, you're imagining yourself as a person. This is an instant memory of you as a person, hawk. Imagining is instant memories. (laughs) (laughs) That's not completely wrong, I guess. And uh, he's like, Andalites believe that forms are fluid and whatever. So I guess they're a very progressive species. No, they're not. Gender and stuff. They're too stuffy. (laughs) And arrogant. And that's why he and Tobias don't kiss right here, even though it super looks like they're going to kiss. It really does. It looked like he was going to kiss Cassie earlier, too. Yeah, it's true. It's weird. Um, But then uh, person Tobias glitches out, and then it's just regular Hawk Tobias. Because regular Hawk Tobias can't imagine being human again? Well, he says, the Hawk is a part of me, and even though he was doing it just fine for a long time, the person Tobias disappears. Well, the hawk will always be a part of you on account of you own its DNA. Yeah, it's just floating there in your blood. In your butt. And, well, probably. And <laughs> Don't stop it. I have to see who sang the song. Oh. And that's basically it. I don't know. Wait, stop. Away. Stop it. Oh. oh. She has butt. It's performed by Poe, Sky. Oh. Written by Andy, whatever. And All in Your Hands is written by Craig Hazen, Julie Dansky, Who's and Poe? Wolfert. Uh, Edgar Allen. Or Poe Dameron. Dameron. Yeah. It really sounded like Rachel. Maybe that's her stage name. You know, the easily pronounced Danielski. <laughs> um, I found the song. It's from 1995. Oh, well, of course it is. Uh, I'll, put, I'll put it on my Twitter. <laughs> okay. So everyone can enjoy it. It's not very good. No, it's great. About flying away. <laughs> it's about birds. Fly away, sweet bird of prey. Fly, fly away. Nothing can stand in your way. Sweet bird, if you knew the words, I know you'd say, fly, fly away. Yep. <laughs> it's a real on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> or is it a metaphor and you just can't tell? I don't know. <sighs> anyway. Morph that's, sweet that's teenagers. Morph sweet teenagers. That's another song that's right on the nose. <laughs> So, Jake, what was the most turtle-rific part? This was a terrible episode. (laughs) Uh, The most turtle-rific part was the old-timey $10 bill that Axe had. It was just crumpled it in that jacket. That's a great day when you you put on a jacket you haven't worn in a long time, and there's just a $10 bill or a 20 or something in there. That's awesome. I mean, I'm an adult now, so I put money where it belongs, so I don't just jam it into pockets, so it doesn't happen as much anymore. Yeah, but that's a great feeling, though. Indeed. I'm going to say uh, the most terrific part is when Tobias met God. Oh, yeah, there is that. And then he just ghosted away. What a fucking weird episode this was. So weird. Who uh, was the most likable This is the character. first episode of season two. They were like, all right, let's come back with... <laughs> let's put God in it. How about that? <laughs> what was the question? What was the most likable character or the most effective character? Oh, um, I, so, I, I mean, I guess it's Fred. God Fred. Fred spelled backwards is God. I think it's Durf. <laughs> yeah. We 
which which means God. Dark. Uh, um, I'm going to say that the most effective character was Tobias's aunt because she drove the angst and drove him into running away. That's and true because he, he was such a big boy now. <laughs> he won't let it's her. Toby call him or nothing. Toby. Either Toby or you get out. Your he name, got out. He did. Your name Toby <laughs> lives in a tree now. God. <laughs> It's bound to happen. <laughs> uh, this show doesn't have enough roots in it. <laughs> Not many shows do, except for roots. Yeah. In Reading Rainbow. <laughs> what? Well, uh, what's his face? Is, uh, yeah, he's in Roots in Reading Rainbow. Okay. And Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's the guy with the the visor. It's true. I'm Le- pretty sure it's LeForge? Levar Burton in Roots. I don't know. Jordy jo- LaForge. I don't know anything about Star Trek, and I know that. I got the Sky. half of his name right. So, Jacob. It is LeVar Burton. Okay. What is your pop culture palate cleanse for this week? Oh, uh, Solo came out, so I don't care about anything else. <laughs> it was really good. I've seen it twice so far. Yeah, it was really good. I was, I went into it not really expecting anything, because I didn't really enjoy the last Star Wars story with Rogue One. Because I'm in Star Wars for lightsabers. And well, it's a lot more than that. I know. I'm just explaining why I like Star Wars. And there wasn't much. Like, the, the scenes with Darth Vader were pretty boss, but I, I just didn't really get anything out of that one. But Solo was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's true. It was very good. It's just a fun little story. It's like uh, it's like the old EU. Just a fun little a romp. And uh, the guy who played Han Solo was really good. And I really enjoyed um, Donald Glover as uh, Lando Calrissian. Yeah, everyone is really good in it. Especially Chewbacca. He's very good. Jo- Jonas Simato. Sim- I don't know his I last name. I can't <laughs> I can't pronounce it when I'm looking at it, let alone not looking at it. So He's from Finland. He used to play basketball. Mm. So now he's, he's a star. Just a seven foot tall man. Uh yeah, that's exactly it. That fits. In a very Oh, you have to sense. be seven feet tall and have blue eyes. Those are the, the were the two qualifications. Really? Yeah. I, I'll be honest, I've never once noticed uh, the color of Chewbacca's eyes. Well, they're blue. Because uh, Peter, May- Me- Peter Mayhew had blue eyes. <laughs> Apparently, giants have blue eyes. Uh, but yeah, since I've seen that movie, I got the official guide. I've been reading that. Um, <laughs> there's the the book uh, Most Wanted, which is about Kiri and Han early in their lives. So I'm going to have to get that and read it. Uh, just everything for a minute is going to revolve around that. <laughs> I saw it at 7 o'clock, and then I saw it 12 hours later uh, at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> I know that's not 12 hours from 7 o'clock, but by the time it was done. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sky, what did you cleanse your pop culture palettes with uh, today? This one. Was it solo? I mean, that is the major event of my week. It was a very busy week, and I was thinking back, and I was like, I didn't really do anything, but... Ah, uh, BattleBots was on yesterday, and it was rad. My dad texted me, and he was like, you better DVR uh, the lead-up to BattleBots since you haven't seen all of them. And I was like, Dad, I don't have that channel. And he was really upset. <laughs> oh, dude, there's a robot uh, that is awesome. It's got this big, huge like wedge on the front, and then it's got a saw blade that comes over the top and saws. That's so good. Um, at, It's not a spoiler. There are BattleBots in Star Wars uh, and Solo. <laughs> Um, but their, they, their battling was a lot less intense because uh, they didn't have enough room to move. They didn't have any room, and none of those robots have any reach. <laughs> they just yeah. have tiny saw blades like coming off of them. <laughs> uh, saw blades is the name of it, and it's 
quite rad. It threw sparks everywhere. It was exactly what you want out of a battle bot, where it was just it had a, a blade and rammed into shit, and it blazes, you know, sparks. It was very exciting. Next time I come to your house, I'm going to make you uh, watch battle bots. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're okay with that. I am 100% okay with that. Yay. And there was this one robot uh, that I was super excited to see battle, but it ended up being kind of a, a bust, where it's entire. it was a full-body drum-spinning robot, it was like 150 pounds, and it looked like it was going to be awesome, and then I was very disappointed with his performance. <laughs> well, it's just like that one you showed me that had those wagon wheels and, <laughs> and that axe taped to it, and I was like, that looks really dumb, and then it turned out to be really good. Yeah. But yeah, it, I, I'm super stoked on BattleBots. I've just been, like, BattleBots and My Hero Academia I've been keeping up with, and I'm very excited about Just both. laying in his bed, happily weeping as he <laughs> thinks of all of it. That's right. It, Team Cat Ears is back. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I but, thought we had changed subjects. So nah, I was confused. It's still BattleBots. Um, they just weren't on the previous episode. They're doing a whole different structure, where instead of just having like the the battles leading up to the end, they're doing like bracketing and like uh, I'm not sure how, but you have to earn points. To yeah, my dad said he thinks the rules are different than yeah. they used to be. And they're doing more brawls where they have uh, more than the two teams. They're doing like three teams of robots at mm. a time. Which is uh, just nuts. There is one called Double Jeopardy that um, was the first projectile robot. Like it had a projectile. <laughs> it had a gun. It had kind of. It had um, a cannon with a five-pound cylinder of steel in it. <laughs> I was like, oh shit! I want to see this go down. Um, but it was designed by uh, a team of twins and their dad, and they were lawyers. It's called Double Jeopardy, um, and it did not perform very well. Can it only shoot once? Yep. So if you miss, you're done. Yep. It also kind of bounced off the <laughs> they shot. <laughs> well, uh, like it looked impressive, but it didn't do anything. And then there was a different team called the Four Horsemen uh, who met the weight requirements, but they have four robots. Oh, uh, uh, like how sometimes people have like a little extra yeah. robot that just like spews fire or something. <laughs> right. That's a distraction. Uh, you can pinpoint the last episode in, into this episode and further episodes into when this just devolves into a, a BattleBots podcast, and I might be okay with that. Yeah, because here's the thing. BattleBots is fucking fun, and it's so stupid, and I love it so much. There's not a lot of things I care about, and this is one of them. Furby texted me yesterday, um, and he said, did you ask Guy about those BattleBots in Solo? And I was like, I forgot I meant to afterwards. <laughs> Uh, and then I texted you. Yeah. Uh, Furby was also like, I bet the guy's favorite part were those robots. <laughs> I mean, it was, a, it was a nice flavor touch, but like that obviously wasn't the focus uh, in that movie. No. Because they didn't really do anything. And you didn't but really you can get a couple fighting. Funkos of those battle bots. I could. You got to go to GameStop, though, and but that's I what's would, stopping me. I would probably get the Gargoyle before I would get those. Oh, the gar not from Solo, just yeah. the gargoyle ones. Just the gargoyle. They have exclusive gargoyle uh, Funkos that are in stone. Oh yeah, yeah. That seems expensive, but not all of them. I mean, not actual stone. They just look like. <laughs> oh, <they're>... okay. <laughs> just <say>. gray. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> that um, Lexington is good though. Who might have to? That's true. He's the smart one. That's not a pop culture failure. We can't watch that for this, can we? Uh, I mean, we could watch it, but I think I don't it's think pretty it good. It is pretty good. I, the second season gets super fucking weird, I, though. Yeah, I was going to say, I recall it taking a turn um, and just being, like, bonkers. Because mm -hmm. the first season's just like, we're in New York, we don't understand things. We're not from here. We're not from now. I think I had a Gargoyles game where you, like, had a VHS tape and you, like, 
played along with it. That sounds right. I think we, yeah. I think it came from a, a restaurant or something? No, I think ours came in like a big box and you like moved the things around. Yeah, I remember like that legit. too. I don't remember its origin though. I'll look it up. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I think that'll do it <laughs> for this week. Oh, also, there are no really good DIY um, recipes on the internet for Wonder World. Ah, oh, bummer. So, <laughs> one of them just wanted me to fill a bucket with uh, with hair gel, and it was full of bubbles, and I was like, no thank you. <laughs> I mean, eventually, though, those will settle. I watched a, a video of a guy who uh, bought one online and did it now, and the gel doesn't hold up quite as well as it used to. Well, and it's, so, what, so 20 he, years old? Yeah. It's actually, like, it's like 30 years old. <laughs> uh, the little, um, well, I guess it's like 25 years old. It doesn't matter. Uh, the little ships, though, you'd put them in there, and <laughs> then they'd slowly sink. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Need more polymers in I did. I did a lot of uh, watching uh, <laughs> and looking up Wonder World stuff. I guess I cleansed my pop culture palette with that as well. Uh, but yeah, I think that will probably do it for a uh, do it for us this week. I'm so good at talking today. It's a good thing that's what we're here to do. Yeah. Uh, actually, I made a delivery to uh, for some medicine to an older lady yesterday, and she's like, "You have such a nice speaking voice." I was like, Th- "Thank you." Were Were you not muttering? I I don't mumble that much when I'm at work. Ah. I make a point to speak clearly because nobody listens to me anyway, so I want to make sure that I said the thing properly. What's that? I wasn't listening. Fuck you! <laughs> that joke is always funny. Every I time I hear it. Um, but yeah, that'll do Jesus. it for... <laughs> you got real upset there. <laughs> I hear that joke a lot. That'll do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. You can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me... I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. That's where you'll find the uh, song Fly Away by Poe. <laughs> That's right. And you can follow uh, Otis.dog.otis on Instagram. Uh, you will have heard him featured in the background because he wouldn't shut up. He's <laughs> quietly just, napping now that we're saw, done. He saw a squirrel. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we will see you next week uh where we talk about another episode yeah of this (laughs) probably i guess we'll see (laughs) all right bye guys bye how about now i did it good job jake thanks Check, 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 check. <laughs> I know how to make it go all the way blue. <laughs> and all the way red. Oh, over there? Yeah. You don't have to do that. I don't have to, but I like to. I'm going to pause this. Eh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> shit, fuck. Shit, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>